I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi! Hi! How's it going? Good. Should we try again? We should try one more time. One more time. For the people in the back. All the way in the back. Yeah. Um, so what's up? Um, nothing at all. Literally, we already talked about everything. I know, but we'd have to do it again. We just packed our orders. Oh, yes. We just packed orders. So, so they'll be coming at ya babes get your orders ready tag us get you get start watching that mailbox yeah ding you've got mail (laughs) you've got mail mail. what about you what's new nothing nothing um okay tell me that those nerd clusters are not the best fucking thing ever i'm obsessed and i didn't realize but ashley actually did tell me about them forever ago when i posted that photo of nerd ropes Mm. she's like you need nerd clusters and i totally forgot about it because i was jealous because i knew we didn't have them in Mm. canada Mm -hmm. and so i had to put them out of my brain or else i would be ruminating on them yes but now you found them at that one weird growth that one one corner corner store so I have to go and get them. She knows. She yeah. knows. And I'm obsessed. So good. I want them all. What have you been listening to or reading or watching or... I literally 
didn't do any reading while we were well you read the book i read the book yeah yeah that's reading i guess but i pretty much not just, recreational not recreational no recreational reading i listened i finished listening to lenny and margo <gasps> you liked it amazing everybody needs to read or listen to that book. it's just so good for your heart it's a good heart and it's really nice to see a book that's a relationship between a young person and an old mm-hmm. person I love it. it's the best. and they both like helped each other and everything yes they both helped each other heal yeah and come to terms with their lives <sighs> and... yeah touching um so now i'm listening to now is not the time to panic by kevin wilson Ooh. which is good so far no. it's like these two teens that are trying to figure out their lives cool that's cute. yeah teenagers cute and cool cute and cool what about oh and then i watched blockbuster on netflix oh yeah it was good you're liking it it's good you said what's her name is in it yeah amy santiago yeah from <laughs> carmen sandiego Car- where in the world is carmen sandiego yeah uh yeah, she's in it. It's good. Cool. It's about the last blockbuster on earth. Interesting. It's good. What kind of shady uh, peeps come in to shop at the blockbuster? What kind of shady? Uh, they got sticky fingers, I'd imagine. Like, they're masturbating all the time. <laughs> because you just, why not use Netflix? That took a turn. <laughs> uh, sticky fingers. That's what that means, right? No. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Oh Oh my god. (laughs) Mamma mia. Mamma mia is right. No, it's cute because they like, they're also passionate about film and movies. So then people like come in for the experience of being like, I just broke up with my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, you need to eat, watch, eat, pray, love and that kind of thing. Got you. Got you. Cool. So yeah, that's it. What about you? I am still listening to Demon Copperhead. Very good. I'm liking it. I picked up Remarkably Bright Creatures, which I'm reading with my boss, Deb, Mm -hmm. and it's very good. Mm -hmm. But I was saying to you last time that it also has a senior character characters in it. So it's like kind of weird to be reading them alongside. You're like, where am I? Yeah, because I get them a little bit confused. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, didn't. Oh, wait, no, that was the other book. But it's all good. It's all good um and then this book this book this yeah. book is good this book is good and i said last time but linda's reading it with us this time yes. and she has a theory that she texted yes, to me you need to and i can't wait to tell you what I it really is know. i want to know what because i was like well fuck well shit it could be it could be it could be literally anybody at mm-hmm. this point mm-hmm but her theory was a good one. Oh, and I yes. think she just started reading the book and she guessed it. So if she's right, I'm going to be shook. Shooketh. 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 She'll be shooketh to the chorus. Yes. Yeah. We, so anyway. Do you have any anything else? No. No. Uh, we have new babes. Who? Uh, Macy, Miriam, Ashley, and Kate. Another Kate. Another Kate and joins Miriam. the ranks. I like that. I like that name. Miriam. Yeah. It's a cute name. Miriam. It's a cute name. I like it. Controversy. Controversy. Even Brandy's interested. Yes, she is. Okay, so Chantal sent me this reel, and it involved this girl who was talking about how she writes books, but she was kind of saying that everybody needed to write books in her system, which I did not agree with. 
But she was saying that she only writes a book like she's stingy with her four and five star Mm -hmm. giveaways and that if she enjoyed the book, it'll be like a three star. And she also said that she'll rate a book one star if she doesn't finish it, which I don't think is fair. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should be rating a book if you didn't finish it, if you DNF'd it. I agree. And also, I didn't really vibe with that because I am really generous with my four and five star ratings because it's important for like the author. If you really enjoyed that book, why not just give them a five star on Goodreads? Like, why not just give them a four star? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Why mm -hmm. would you give them a three star? Like, it doesn't, I don't feel like it has to be life changing. I think Mm -hmm. it's got to be like the entire time you're reading it, you were captivated and engaged and you were like, this book, I'm, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd okay. No, that's fair. What do you think? I would have to say that I feel like I am a little stingy with my fives. Mm-hmm. I'll give a four. I love a four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I always think about the books that are like five. Like, you know it's a five. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Firekeeper's Daughter. Mm. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these books have really impacted me. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, that's a five. True. So I kind of like hold them like that. Mm-hmm. But I wish there was halves. Especially yes. like between a four and a five. Yeah. <laughs> Because there are books that are, like, amazing. They're Mm -hmm. great, and you think about them, but they're not, like, not life-changing, but, like, I don't know. I, like, ruminated on Mm. Firekeeper's Daughter. It really changed my perspective. Mm. Yes. Hmm. I would be interesting to hear what our babes, how our babes rate their books. Tell us about your stars. I think I'm also just, like, a really enthusiastic person, and I'm like, this person wrote a book! True. Five stars! True. True, because, you know, we're not over here writing books. No, and I feel like I'm also more generous when it's someone who, like Lisa Jewell, she's got a million books. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, eh. But like, if it's like their star. first book, yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. do you got this. You, Keep going. You got it. You know, you can do it. I, I believe in you. Anyway, yeah, it is what it is. Let us know. In the Facebook group. Okay. Well. Okay, let's talk about these books. Let's do it. So we're reading the Thursday Murder Club. This is week one, and we're reading chapters one to twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Swifty-five. Swifty-five. <laughs> not not swifty. No, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. 28. <laughs> but they're a little baby quicko. They're quickie, little quickies. Quick and dirty. Quicker. My fave. Okay, so. Chapter one. First, it's from Joyce's perspective as this narrator. So, first we meet Elizabeth, who everyone knows, and Stephen, who is Elizabeth's third husband. We find out that they're at lunch, and Elizabeth wants to ask the narrator, who we now know as Joyce, her a question about knife wounds. We find out here that Joyce's memory might not be totally reliable, which I thought was just interesting to, like, add in so that we've got that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth asks Joyce how long it would take this woman to bleed to death, which is when we find out that Joyce used to be a nurse. Next, we meet Bernard Coddle, who is called upon to convert kilos to stones. Apparently, he's a smarty pants. Uh, then we find out that they are all at a place called Cooper's Chase, and when Joyce first arrived, Bernard had showed her the ropes, so mm-hmm. she kind of knows him. They're mm-hmm. kind of buds. Um, Bernard used to be a professor, and he seems super smart, and he's all, like, super suave in a suit, so he's, like, living his best retired life. 
Joyce guessed that this woman would have bled out in about 45 minutes. Elizabeth asks her if someone was there to patch up the wound, like perhaps someone from the army who may have had experience with this kind of stuff. Would the woman have died? And Joyce said, no, she wouldn't have died at all then. And then Elizabeth is suspicious. Jesus. Uh, before she walks away, Joyce asks to see a photo of the corpse. <laughs> and that is when she is invited to Thursdays. <laughs> We're with PC Donna DeFrita. Oh, what does PC stand for? Police constable. What's PDC? Police detective constable? Um, I think it's the DCI one. Oh, yeah, the other one. Detective the corporal inspector or something like that investigator investigator okay yeah, okay okay i looked it up this morning oh I was like, what's smart. dci i mean you detective smart. fucking something you smart okay i think that means that she's not just but like she is just like um on the street like beat cop kind there of thing. is that yeah that ha- comes into play yes, so exactly yeah. um she's dreaming of essentially like being a murderer investigator and like a detective (laughs) and all of this um instead of being at a meeting with four pensioners because she's only 26 years old we find out so she's kind of like gotta work her way up to Mm. being a detective Mm. um and she is reflecting though that the past hour had been fun um she had started off by trying to give a talk on practical tips for home security which she has given many times um and as soon as she starts talking elizabeth speaks up and says i hope this talk isn't about like window locks and blah 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 we get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep um and then uh donna invites them to ask like what well what do you guys want to talk about and so they have a great conversation and she ends up getting invited to stay for lunch with elizabeth joyce ibrahim and ron and she's like so like tell me about you guys like you're obviously all friends and they're all like no, we're not. We're not friends. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Um, so she then says, if you're not friends, what are you? And they introduce themselves as the Thursday Murder Club. Um, and Donna re- Donna reflects that Cooper's chase doesn't seem so bad after all. Mm, interesting. All right. So now we are getting a little bit of history on Cooper's chase. So we find out that work began began on it 10 years ago. It was billed as, quote, Britain's first luxury retirement village. Fancy. Yeah. fancy. It sounds pretty fancy. It sounds pretty fancy. <laughs> um, there are currently 300 residents and you can only move in until you're 65 or over. You can't okay. move in if you're younger yeah. than 65. That's what I was trying to say. Um, the land was purchased from the Catholic Church. So there is a convent in the middle of the property. Mm-hmm. Now, I n- initially thought it was an active convent, mm-hmm. but I, I'm mm-hmm. fairly certain that I it's, think it's abandoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. abandoned now. You're right. Um, the owner of Cooper's Chaste is named Ian Ventham. <laughs> And he's a fucking dink. He's a big old dink. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Literally, he's got to go. I was like, yeah, we'll, we can get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yeah. And then um, I'm like, oh, they converted the convent into the retirement villa. 
And so now there's like a separate part of it called Willows, which was established as a voluntary hospital from the convent. But now it is a nursing home Mm -hmm. for the village. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it was like a kind of a hospital area and it was just an easy way to convert it. Um, There are ducks and geese and sheep and 20 llama because Ian had bought two llamas to, quote, look quirky in sales photos and it got out of hand. Whoopsie. (laughs) Why so many llamas? Why so many llamas? (laughs) Too many llamas. (laughs) Too many llamas. 25 hamsters. At least they're not in cages. This is true. Oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a basement how many llamas is too many llamas i think 20. three 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 is too many. Oh. i don't know i think i i mean two in britain i don't think you need a llama true this is true probably not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know though i'm not a llama expert true. llama expert you're not i'm not a llama mama i'm not a llama mama i really thought you were i do love the no problem though oh yeah that's funny you know um okay so we're from Joyce's perspective again, and she's recounting the first meeting that she attended in her journal. Mm. Um, so we find out that Ibram Arif is actually not in Cooper's Chase. He lives somewhere else called Woodsworth. Wordsworth, mm. sorry. And so he comes over to their little meetings. But no, he's like, I think he's like in another home, like. Oh, but like yeah, part of it, building. just like a, yes, yes okay. Just another understood, building, understood. which is called but I think, Woodsworth. But I think Cooper's Chase is like the whole, the whole area. area, the yeah. villa. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. I see, okay. Um, at this point, we didn't know, but Ron is some sort of famous person. Mm. Um, and Joyce realizes that she's replacing somebody named Penny, mm. um, which is who formed the murder club with elizabeth um she we find out that penny was an inspector for the kent police and she would be the one who brought the cold case files in Hmm. and nobody's supposed to talk about what elizabeth used to do but let's just say murder wouldn't have been unfamiliar to her what did she Mm -hmm. used to do i know right what was it um so they would go through the files and with fine tooth combs and they loved it. So then they started booking the like um, jigsaw room uh, under the were or under the club called Japanese Opera a discussion. So they would be left alone. <laughs> Which is probably quite effective. Exactly. And it does seem like it is. Yeah. Um, of course they both have connections and they would work the case. Um, then they would consult with Ibrahim, Ibrahim, um, who was, used to be a psychiatrist and they would, he would end up helping out here and there. Elizabeth is kind of remarking on like who, like I couldn't, she couldn't go and see a therapist. That's too risky to like go under like, um, not under, but like being assessed by somebody is too risky. Like she can't like divulge. So like what was her job? Yeah. Exactly. Like it's hinting at the yes. past. What you hiding? Yeah. She's saying yeah. it's too risky. Yes, yes. What you hiding? Yes. yes. Obviously, I'm a little sus on her. I don't know. I'm interested. She is keeping her cards Hers back. Close. Yeah, they're yeah. close to her chest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course, Ron ends up inviting himself. He 
pretty much was like the jig is up in the jigsaw room ladies <laughs> i c- could tell by the japanese opera like what is going on mm-hmm. of course though elizabeth admired his suspicion um and let him join so they she explains that they're investigating the murder of a woman um where they believe that the boyfriend did it um and by the way like here's some cookies and biscuits like um please eat the top layer first though like (laughs) there's rules here in the murder club yes and i'm like obviously eat the top layer first no i'd go i'd I'd dig deep (laughs) no no well if what i want isn't on the top layer i'm going for it you guys are crazy i do it okay we find out that ron is a famous union leader but hold on if you take from the bottom layer no one would know because the other ones would be on top. You have to rummage. Mm, it's the rummaging. Okay, so I'm thinking that it's like those cookies that are in their own individual little um, okay. cupcake yeah. holders. Yeah. Not like. Yeah, it's probably that because that's British. Yeah, yeah, not like layers mm. with the tissue or anything. Because mm. you could easily like take the top one, take the one underneath, put the top one on top, and no one would know if that's mm. the top layer still. I don't know how far you'd make it in the murder club. <laughs> true 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 um okay so ron is a famous union leader um and found out that we um sorry we find out that penny's husband and ron actually ended up knowing knowing each other um and penny's husband's name is john and they ended up saving a fox together and john's some sort of vet cool um i don't know if that's um but whatever and we find out that they're investigating this murder because the boyfriend had escaped from Penny's custody and hasn't been seen from since. Yikes. Yes. So they're kind of like, seems like they're avenging this for Penny. Mm. Joyce is then kind of like, at the end of each one, she kind of is like putting her own like personal thoughts and mm. stuff in her journal. Mm. Sorry if I'm not explaining this properly. Um, and she's just like, by the way, I don't like the boss, Ian. They're cutting down the trees and digging up old graves. Like, this is not good, Juju. Mm-hmm. This is not mm-hmm. good. And then she's, though she does say, fingers crossed, something happens. She's ex- like, wants some excitement. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's dumb. Don't mm-hmm. wish for excitement. Mm. Well, I don't know when your life is boring. It's like, and it's like, that's like excitement that doesn't actually affect her directly necessarily. Yeah. Like, it's not like she's like, I wish my husband would die. Yeah. So far. All right. But anyway, Ian fucking sucks because he uses the disability parking when he doesn't need it. And to Mm -hmm. me, that is number one fucking sucker. Rude. Don't do that shit. That's so rude. Loose butthole to the max. Yes. Yes, Ugh. just spewing poop everywhere. Ew. There's no sphincter. No, sp- no control. He's no. just spewing shit. All right, so he's meeting some guy he owes money to named Bogdan. Mm-hmm. Ian's biggest worry right now is being killed by Tony Curran. Question mark? He pays Bogdan part of what he owes him and tells him that he's firing Tony and does he want his job? Bogdan thinks that Tony will kill Ian over this. He's like, oh, he's going to get you. 
Um, and then we find out that Tony has helped Ian create this whole business by doing all of the flips on the houses. But Bogdan's prices are cheaper. And this is the whole point. This is why Ian wants to get rid of Tony. Blah, 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 blah. He wants that money. Honey. He is a gold digger on himself. Yes. <laughs> He says, my money is my money. My money is my fucking morale. My morals. My morals. My money is my morals. Apparently, Tony owns 25% of everything that he's built at Cooper's Chase. So this is a little bit of a problem. Mm. Um, I just wrote that Ian is so pretentious with his stupid fucking smoothie that it's not yeah. even funny. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote, this guy sucks. He's <laughs> the, the definition of pretentious icky. So in this chapter, I think he was all like, oh, Tony's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope he does. Yes. Because I was like, oh, this is perfect. The author is making him so unlikable. Yeah. He's going to die and you're not going to feel bad. And you're going to be like, who killed him? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought anyway. So Ian is showing up for the meeting and Ron is automatically like, hells no, Ian. Look at the fine print. It says that all future developments must be in consultation with the residents. And Ian's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You have 20 minutes. (laughs) This is it. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, Ron is going on being the famous union leader. He's like, this is more of an ambush. You're calling it the woodlands and you're cutting all the woods down. And he's like, we want a scale model, not some newfangled computer drawing. And you've chosen a woman architect, so I can't yell. But LOL, he's yelling, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And then we find out that, obviously, back in the day, Ron was a big protester, and he loves to be the underdog. So Mm. he loves to put up a fight. Mm. Yes. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Next, we meet Father Matthew Mackey, who is going to this meeting about the Woodlands development uh he's nervous he thinks if someone doesn't ask about the cemetery he probably should Hmm. Hmm. lots of cooks coming into this kitchen there's cooks be cooking cooking and cooking um after the quote-unquote consultation someone named dennis i don't know if he's going to come back in i just figured i'd say his name um congratulates ron on his big rallying speech he's like you did such a good job you're amazing (laughs) oh wait that's your son jason jason he's famous apparently he's famous he's a he called jason the champ so i'm assuming he's a fighter which we find out yes he is um and then jason ends up talking to his dad ron about going on a tv show called tv show called famous family trees and they also apparently want to talk to ron as well mm. um he's got past mm-hmm. they has got pass i think mm-hmm. they got pass mm-hmm. so then he um joyce ron and jason can see tony and ian kind of like having a discussion a passionate discussion Ooh, mm-hmm. they got their peepers on mm-hmm. they got their peepers going um and ron explains to jason that that's ian and tony and wonders if he's ever seen tony around in town and jason says maybe once or twice but i don't know 
And then Jason asks, um, by the way, have any journalists contacted you recently or have you gotten any mail? And Ron's like, no, what's going on? And he's like, oh, nothing, nothing to see here. Okay, bye. No worries. <laughs> just like, no worries. It's nothing to worry about. It's like nothing. <laughs> just thought I'd ask. You never I just, know. Like who? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> okay. So Ian is pleased with how the meeting went. He did notice the priest in the back. Um, but he has all his permits and everything is above board, so he's not too worried. Qu- quote, sacking Tony, is what Ian called it, also went fine because he didn't kill him. LOL. Uh, after Wood- Woodlands is up, there will be a final development to Cooper's chase, and that will be called Hillcrest. But there is a barrier oh, yes. to Hillcrest, Sorry. and this is that there is a man named Gordon who owns the land that he needs who will not sell to Ian because he doesn't like Ian. And I'm like, I do not fucking blame same, this guy. Gordon. Let's get on the same page here. Yep. So what Ian's strategy is, is that he's going to Gordon's daughter, Karen, um, and he's thinking that he can get her to sell it to him by flirting with her a little bit and, like, boosting her ego. <laughs> he's so fucking garbage. <laughs> he's the worst um ian is also judging karen heavily and he thinks that she's an easy target to convince her dad to sell the land um ian is on dating apps but he filters out all women over 25 the old ones just don't get him and the only older woman he ever spends any time with is his wife oh my god (laughs) i I fucking died i was like of course of course, you're just shitty all around. He's just literally the shittiest. Literally. Like, I fucking, I was like, yes, this guy needs to die. He's got to go. He, like, wh- wh- what is his worth? Nothing. Literally, he's got to go. I don't know. And that's what to- Tony is thinking right now. And yeah. he's like, where'd I bury that gun again? I Is it under that tree or that tree? I'm going to kill Ian He's got to know that yeah. he's, I'm coming after yeah. him. Yeah. And he's like, I used to be a bad boy, but now I'm a good boy. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be a bad boy I'll be right a, now. I'd be a bad boy if I got to be a bad <laughs> yeah. boy. Just got to get my bad boy gun. Mm-hmm. Where Now, which tree is that under again? <laughs> okay. So Tony's business had always been, a, like his construction business had always been a front for selling drugs. Um, you know, just casual, a little casual drug dealing, a little casual money laundering. You need a little bit of, you need a laundry facility <laughs> yeah. when you're going to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he doesn't know, like, he's thinking, like, doesn't, um, Ian know that nobody messes with him? Like, yeah, he's, he's definitely, like, yeah, he's, like, seen him, like, break people's arms yeah. and shit. Like, yeah um and then all of a sudden there is a tricked you moment and somebody got whacked over the head and it's tony tony got whacked over the head oh no and then as the killer is leaving they leave behind a photo oh no Mm -hmm. all right so we find out that cooper's chase is a place that wakes up early quote many i loved this it was kind of sad though Many years ago, everybody here would wake up early because there was a lot to do and only so many hours in the day. Now they wake early because there is a lot to do and only so many days left. (laughs) Getting older is difficult. So Elizabeth has a job for Ibrahim and Ron, but Ibrahim is in charge of this job. So she tells him that Tony Karen was found dead in his kitchen by his wife and that blunt force trauma 
is suspected to be what killed him to his head. Usually, Ibrahim spends his free hour before the pool opens looking through some old case notes, and he even still has some clients, which is interesting. The case notes that he reviews in the mornings are, quote, failed ones. And I'm wondering here, like, Mm. are we seeing some kind of regret or maybe we're just seeing like Mm. some sort of humanity towards Ibrahim because everybody could do more. Yeah. 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 And like Ibrahim, like everybody seems to look up to him and think that he's super smart. But it's Mm -hmm. like everybody has something that they're maybe not proud of. True. Um, So Elizabeth wants him to lie to the police and he'll do it because he feels needed again. Um, but today, the Thursday Murder Club has their first real murder to investigate. Yeah, they do. To get it. Yes. Okay. So Donna is doing her, quote unquote, lowly police constable work, which mm. is bringing some tea in. That actually sucks. That does suck. I hate that she's a woman doing I it, I know. Too. It's, like, yeah, me. Exactly. Um, she's overhearing what's going on in the room, and she's like, some guy named Tony was murdered, okay? But then the name Cooper's Chase rings her bell, or rings rings a bell. Rings her bell. Rings her bell. Ding, 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 ding. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. <laughs> um, so then she pretends to tie her laceless shoes and <laughs> i mean she could have at least fucked with her sock or something like oh there's something weird in yeah. the sock or, <laughs> she's oh, like i got I'm an itchy gonna... ankle <laughs> super itchy yeah <laughs> so obviously she's trying to stall and eventually she's sought out and says um excuse somebody says um excuse me can i help you donna like what get you out doing of here? down there get out of here <laughs> um as you she, are the weakest link goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> um she on her way out she, they start showing the photo she there's three men in a pub that are laughing and drinking with a boatload of cash on the table a buttload a buttload and a boatload <laughs> a- Buttload of boats. A buttload of boats and cash. <laughs> um, Donna obviously recognizes one of them right away, but it's quite clear that the police know who all three are oh, very dang. well oh, indeed. Dang. Oh, dang. Sus. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joyce chapter. Tony is dead and Elizabeth was breathless when she told Joyce last night that it happened. Joyce asks Elizabeth if she can help, and she tells her yes, but to hold her horses. Joyce is glad to be the kind of person who keeps her mobile phone on now, just in case (laughs) Elizabeth needs her. Gotta keep my mobile phone on. My mobile. My mobile. (laughs) You can reach me on my mobile. My cellular device. My cellular telephone. All right, Elizabeth has a question, and that is, who killed Tony, and how do we catch him? After giving Abraham his instructions, she's now visiting Penny and is telling, talking about theories and motives and asking her questions um, like, why don't we start by looking at Ian, and how do you think like Ian would have reacted to all of this, mm-hmm. Penny? Like, she's asking her. But she knows Penny so well that she gets her responses, essentially, because Penny is... Didn't someone else do that in our books that we were reading recently? Yeah, our literally last our last book, right? 
Yes, yeah, yeah when um, the mom, the grandma, yeah, the grandma, the grandma would talk, mm-hmm. yeah, talk to yeah. the mom. Yeah. Aww. So she knows that Penny would ask why, and Elizabeth tells Penny that she's going to chase the money right now. Um, and she knows somebody that owes her a favor. And as she leaves, she promises Penny that she won't miss a thing. Oh, man. I feel really bad for Elizabeth, especially Mm -hmm. finding out later with her husband, like her best friend and her husband. Mm -hmm. That's fucking sucks. And it sounds like she's got some big secret of her past that she can't really like talk about. So it's just like, what's even going on? All right. So another Joyce chapter. Joyce likes to do her Wednesday shopping at Fairhaven because it feels younger. She also found a vegan cafe there that she's very excited about. Me too, actually. Mm, I know. (laughs) Um, She is on the bus. She sort of gives a review to everyone riding the bus. I did not write this down. Hopefully, if it's needed later, they'll come on back around. Sorry. Come back around. Um, She wants to sit beside Bernard, but doesn't because of his late wife. She knows that he goes every day or every Wednesday or whatever mm-hmm. into town to sit by the sea because that's where, like, him and his wife had their first date and the building's mm-hmm. gone. Anyway, he's he's very much missing his mm-hmm. late wife. Um, but she decides that one day she will sit beside him. And she's glad to get away because everyone is talking about the murder. <laughs> Obviously. What else would they talk about? I'd be talking about that murder. Hell yeah. (laughs) I would be too. I'd be Elizabeth. (laughs) Which is surprising because for the first time, she gets on the bus to go to Fairhaven as well. (laughs) Elizabeth, what are you doing? When they arrive, Elizabeth is like, let's go. We're on a mission. Mm. And the only thing that Joyce is like, Joyce is like down. She's Mm -hmm. like, hell yeah, let's go. But what about my tea and brownie? Am I going to get that? Vegan. Fair enough. Yeah. A vegan brownie is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I get this pack from M&M's. It's like vegan desserts. Yeah. That's like what it's called. And yeah. there's a brownie in there. It's so fucking good. So that sounds awesome. Mm. Mm. Okay. They end up, their end place where they end up <laughs> is the Fairhaven Police Department. Hello. Elizabeth tells her that they're going to investigate the murder. Joyce is like, wait, what? Excuse mm-hmm. me? And... Um, Elizabeth is like, obviously, but we need to find the files. So follow my lead. Mm -hmm. She goes in and starts crying. Somebody stole my bag. Please help me. Elizabeth cries to a young officer um, and says, like, come back and we'll take your statement. And she demands to see a woman officer. Um, They're trying to say, no, like, we'll take your thing. And Joyce says, my friend is a nun. Mm -hmm. She has to see a woman Mm -hmm. officer, which at that point they stop asking questions. Joyce then realizes that Elizabeth obviously is wanting to see Donna. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Joyce is like, but she might not even be here. Like, how would she know? But surprise, surprise. Elizabeth is like, please, like I would have come all this way if she wasn't here. I love Elizabeth's (laughs) brain. She's like got it all figured out. Yes. She's Mm -hmm. like, I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now we meet DCI Chris Hudson, 
who loves Diet Coke maybe as much as Chantel? That's what I wrote. (laughs) I was like, yeah. He loves his Diet Coke. Sounds like he likes all kinds of snacks, Mm -hmm. though. Which, same. I mean, (laughs) but but you dress nice and you're not a big old slum. Is that a nice sweater? Uh, I haven't washed my hair since Wednesday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I started doing this thing where I want, I'm want. i trying to only wash my hair two days a week. Same, same, same. Yeah. So I okay, I just so, washed today. Okay. I hadn't washed since Wednesday. So now you can wash again on Wednesday. Yeah. Or longer if I feel like it. True. Okay. So Chris has a big old pile on Tony and all of Tony's shenanigans. There's a bunch of minor stuff in this pile, but there are also and there's also an accusation of being the shooter at the Black Bridge pub where a young drug dealer died. So that's kind of a big deal. And also, just a little aside for that, the witness, who was the taxi driver, disappeared soon after. So that's kind of sus. <laughs> the, we find out that the photo that was left with Tony's body is a picture of Tony, Bobby Tanner who's a drug dealer from back in the day, and Jason Ritchie, who is the ex-boxer, also the grandson. <gasps> Excuse me? Right? And like you said, the table is covered in cash. Cash money. Cash money. So Chris is guessing that the photo was taken around the year 2000, which is the same year that Tony seemed to start to fly straight. Chris is an emotional eater. It sounds like. <laughs> I wrote that down. Me too, Chris. It's okay. Um, Chris has an appointment with someone at the retirement community because they saw Tony arguing with someone before he died. And he's wondering, is the photo a warning? Is the photo a red herring? But most importantly, who the fuck took this photo? True. Who took the pic? There's a fourth person There's who's in Visibelle. Yeah. Because 2000 is before the selfie sticks. I'm yeah. out of taking them. Nobody taking a selfie that way. Mm-mm. So Donna brings them into the interview room and is like, a nun, huh? <laughs> really? I know. I know <laughs> you. We've met. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce is always obviously like, whoa, this is just like TV. <laughs> She's pretty like mind blown about it um and so then donna's like okay so what's up with the bag and she's like no 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 no. my bag was not stolen like good luck to somebody who would try to even steal my bag thank you i love her she's just like okay here's the deal do you want to be part of this murder investigation or not okay and then donna's like say i do what's the next steps and elizabeth's just like you don't worry about that i'll take (laughs) care of it give me an hour and you'll be on the tony um murder investigation case all you have to do Mm -hmm. is answer a few questions Mm -hmm. for us Mm -hmm. and we'll take care of the rest Mm -hmm. in fact john and abraham they're probably on their way to do that right now Mm. 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 (laughs) love that i particularly loved the teamwork in that chapter between Joyce mm-hmm. and Elizabeth, mm-hmm. where Elizabeth called out all that shit that she thought yes. with. Oh, um, yeah, I didn't go. No, into no, no, that no. no. Yeah. What was her name? What's her name? Donna? Donna. Donna. Yeah. Elizabeth called out all that shit with Donna, and he was, she was like, and your coworker has probably asked you out on a date. Yeah. And then Joyce was like, like, well, her coworker is gay. gay. So <laughs> probably not. That yeah, like just observations. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. Okay, so Chris is heading to Cooper's Chase. 
Chase. He is surprised by the amount of llamas and also about how this seems like less of a retirement community and more like a village. <laughs> he is there to see Ibrahim. And upon entering his flat, he sees Ron Ritchie as well. He's surprised to find the father of someone he's potentially investigating there. Mm. Seems like Ron has a bit of a legacy and Chris is surprised he ended up at Cooper's Chase. Um, he also makes a comment about how disheveled and vacant he looks, question mark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> there were like little bits here and there, but I wonder if he's like putting it on. Oh, 100%. Oh, yes, he's yes, putting it yes, on to yes, get yes, information. Yes. This there, is what Elizabeth yes, asked Ibrahim yes, and Ron to do. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. A hundred percent. But I didn't understand at the right. time because I was like, I thought he was fine. Yeah. Okay, so Ibrahim tells Ron he can tell Chris about the argument he saw, but Ron says he'd feel happier talking to the lady. Chris says he can get her on the team and bring her back, and Ron says this will be helpful because his son, Jason, was there too. So they can all chat together. Hmm. LOL, 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 LOL. <laughs> All right. We've got an entry in Joyce's diary. She says, Dear well, diary, mood, apathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a spiraling abyss going downward. <laughs> um, she says, well, we're investigating a murder. Woo! And she was very interested in watching Elizabeth work. And she just hopes that she'll be of some help. Um, She feels like her secret power for the group is being underestimated. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, She feels, though, that everyone at Cooper's Chase knows that she's not one of them. Right. Because she's a nurse, not a doctor, like... And she feels... well. Essentially, she wasn't in the same tax bracket. Exactly, (laughs) yes. But her daughter is. Yes. Um... She prides herself, though, on being quiet and sensible, and she'll be at the ready when she gets the call. I liked that perspective. Mm -hmm. I liked, I I thought actually made me think about, like, who I am. Like, I feel like I'm not really the type of person that goes under the radar, Mm. but I can see the advantages. I feel like I'm an under the radar type. You think you're an under the radar type? I feel like I'm just, like... I think I'm too loud. I'm just like quiet. And yeah. Maybe, yeah. So you've maybe, got the advantage. Maybe. I don't. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I couldn't get away with the murder. Well, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, <I could've> <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we are with Bogdan Jano- Jan. Jan. Yep. Bogdan Jankowski, yep. who is at Ian's house. He's heard about Tony's death and is not surprised. Some people might think he is jinxed like bogdan is jinxed Mm. as tony's replacement but he's just looking forward to the job he also really likes to be at cooper's chase and he likes chatting with the people which is kind of cute sounds like he like actually likes what he does he's like an innocent guy exactly i'm like but he's so there's nothing don't i know don't corrupt him um okay so father Mackey has arrived at ian's house Father is there because he wants to see if they can reach a compromise on not digging up the cemetery. Ian is thinking about he how he is the cleverest person he knows. And I just eye roll emoji because I was like, you're also the fucking worst person you know. Anybody who thinks that they're the smartest or cleverest person in the room is the worst person in the room. Because it's like you automatically assume that you cannot learn anything from anybody here. You can always fucking learn something from somebody. 
Closed-minded people, I'm telling you. Then I wrote, oh, flip. He had to put the cemetery reno up for bid, and he created his own company, who obviously won the bid, and this is hella slimy. I don't love that. I hate it. He is such a slime bag, though. Um, Father tells Ian that if he can't change his mind, he's going to make this as difficult as he can for him, which is, like, pretty respectable. If you're going to do that, you may as well give someone a heads up. Like, <laughs> Just P.S., by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just P.S. Um, father, when Father first arrived, he realizes that Bogdan was Catholic as well because he greeted him or something. Mm-hmm. There was some sort of, like, yeah. recognition. Recognition. That's not a word. No. There was not. some kind of reckoning. Familiarity. <laughs> Familiarity. Um, and so Father asked Bogdan what he thinks about all of this. And he says, I think bones is bones. They're just bones. Bones be bones. Bo- bones. bones be boning. Bones be boning. Boner bones. <laughs> okay. So Joyce is getting her hair cut and Elizabeth is eavesdropping. Um, the hairdresser's like asking about Tony, like what up with him? I heard he got shot. I heard it was at the seafront. And I'm um, sorry, Joyce is like, no, he was bludgeoned in his kitchen. Um, Duh. Yeah. Elizabeth is like, this is taking too long. Joyce, we got to go. <laughs> she just walks in. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right, let's go. Yeah. It's time to go. We're going. Joyce is like, I didn't even know you're here. <laughs> Elizabeth showed up to her hair appointment with a tote bag and a flask and took her away in a taxi. Elizabeth's attitude is showing Joyce that she's a bit of a pushover, but she wants to have control too, so she doesn't ask where they are going. This is her small way of also having control, because she knows that Elizabeth is anticipating that she will ask, so she doesn't ask. Mm -hmm. Turns out they are off to see Joanna, who is Joyce's daughter. Elizabeth has secured financial records of Ian's companies. Mm. She wants Joanna to translate them for her to see if there are any clues. They go to Joanna's office. Um, She seems happy that her mother is helping to investigate a murder. LOL. Uh, Joanna had Cornelius, who is someone that works for her, go through the files and found out two interesting things that they are going to share with the police. She wonders if Elizabeth set this meeting up more for Joyce to see Joanna because she could have used any person. She didn't need to use Joanna. And that she thinks she saw a different side of herself today through Joanna's eyes, which is kind of cute. Joyce is loving this investigating and her and Elizabeth drink cans of gin and tonic on the train ride home. Just cute. Yes, cute. Elizabeth is doing a memory exercise and she's calling it her early warning system. What she does is two weeks ahead, she asks herself a question from that day. And um, so this is also that Elizabeth essentially is the first to know if her mind is Mm -hmm, slipping. mm -hmm. So then she explains that her husband, Stephen, hmm. is an expert in Middle, or, um, Middle Eastern art, and he obviously has dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is, meta- she is the one managing the, sis- the situation, and she's essentially sedating him and keeping everything a secret. Mm. Um, I wonder more for her sake, like, because she finds the loss of memory mm. so 
embarrassing because mm-hmm. she's so like dependent true. like self-dependent true true and she doesn't want people to think that her husband is that way too mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i don't know though it doesn't seem like yeah. a good idea no it doesn't <laughs> um donna and the dci are coming to see her soon and now that she has some information um but she has to think about what she's going to do with that information and the police mm. Um, She reflects back on when she had to spend a month in a safe house with a Russian grand chest grandmaster, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. More about her past. She relates that to her and her husband playing chess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she asks, or then there's one question that she had from Cornelius, and that was how much money did ian make from tony's death and that number is 12.25 million dollars just a couple bucks just a couple bucks chump chain chump chump chain so there's chump chain well that's a big 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 amount of money mm-hmm. okay so elizabeth worked quick because donna got the news the next morning that she'd been assigned to the tony curing case okay. Chris gives her Tony's file to read over. He says they're going over to Ian's to find out about the argument he had with Tony. They've got to find motive. Chris tells her to let him ask the questions, unless she really wants to ask a question. And she says she probably will ask one question. And I'm guessing this might have something to do with the information that Elizabeth has provided her, although I'm not sure that she has provided her this information not, at this point. Yeah, I don't, so it's yeah, like I'm a weird sure. little thing between yeah. them. Mm-hmm. All right, we have a Joyce chapter, and she is having Bernard over for lunch. Oh, hmm. she got a little crush. But it's not a date. Not a date. It's not a date. Nope. Um, there's talk about how much Bernard loves his like his wife who's passed, and they talk. He pretty much just talks about her the whole time, and a mm-hmm. little bit about his career. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, there's more to learn about him. I think. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth lets Joyce know later, though, that Donna and the DCI are coming and they want to use her apartment to host the host them because it's a bit cramped. It's the smaller of the spaces and she, they're going to use the discomfort to their advantage. Mm. Seems like Elizabeth mm. is always she mm-hmm. is playing chess with everything mm-hmm. she does. OK, Chris has shown Donna the photo that was left with the body. She's thinking that surely it's a red herring. Donna tells Chris they should show the photo to Ian and see how he reacts. Ask if he'd ever seen it before. Donna asks Chris why he doesn't iron his shirts. And they have some cute banter back and forth between them. Hmm. And I'm wondering, could this be a budding romance? Hmm. Maybe. 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 All right. Oh, Ian. Fuck. Ian says that he's never seen the photo before. But God rest Tony's soul, of Jesus. course. <laughs> he says, I do recognize Jason, though. Obviously, he's a famous fighter, right? Mm, mm. Um, you know, I could have been a pro, too. My, my trainer says I could have been one. Hate him. They ask if... Um, they had an argument before Tony died and, of course, deflection from Ian. And he just says, arguing is bad for your well-being. 
so like he's just trying to deflect that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then they let let ian know that there were witnesses and then of course he says well sure we had an argument but you know just have to get rid of the tox the toxins or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and it was about sprinklers and my number one concern is the safety of my clients it's paramount garbage and he's yes. like he's like uh yes. what's what's his name tony tony, tony didn't want to put the sprinklers yeah, he's like a shyster like he's the one who garbage yeah, yeah um of course donna at this point wants to ask why he's lying obviously she can't come out and say that apparently and then so instead she asks where did he go after he left cooper's chase after their valid question um he immediately says that he went to the playfairs and that karen will vouch for me and then he adds that donna is beautiful for a police officer that's so fucking rude right and then he says well i guess you're attractive enough for around here i guess fuck him um donna while all this is happening donna is taking in like his whole house like the opulence of Mm -hmm. it all so i don't know if that is going to come back around Mm. Elizabeth lets Chris know that the Thursday Murder Club <laughs> wants to meet with him, them, like the two of them, mm-hmm. and that Jason will be here. And Chris had a little run in with the parking administration. So he says, no, I will not be pushed around by pensioners. I'll let her know when we're ready to go. And then um, Donna's like, I don't know if she'll take no for an answer, <laughs> but... I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. So do you have any fingers to point? I don't. I think Ian's too obvious, but I feel like he's like obviously orchestrated. Maybe he's orchestrated something mm-hmm. or maybe like now Jason's his like hitman or something mm-hmm. now that he's not like boxing anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And like what? Yeah. What is up with that photo? Yeah. Where's the, they can't find that other guy. Mm so and who took it yeah is ian like a part of their buddy group yeah. yeah so linda texted me on page 30 she said joyce is the killer i mean yeah okay. could you see it yeah. like creating some excitement mm-hmm. to because mm-hmm. she's so she's happy. like i hope something will happen but i don't i don't know i don't know I, that's an interesting theory but mm. i don't necessarily think there had been like little comments like uh, he he was a, the killer is like a he insinuating mm-hmm, that's a mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. and then other people are like well it could be a she mm-hmm. hmm. I'm so curious about Elizabeth's backstory yes that is what I'm interested in yeah. right now I'm like what did you do yeah maybe she's like CIA or who, like yeah, whatever who are you? MI6 or whatever the British something. version is yeah something interesting because she's got all these connections that do mm-hmm. stuff for her too yeah, and she's like you owe me a favor and her personality is just like persuasive mm-hmm. like so obviously that was something that she probably had to mm-hmm. flex often i wonder if she's like a what do they call it? a profiler oh a profiler mm-hmm. something like that idk okay. i guess we'll just have to keep reading i guess so i'm gonna keep reading today i think oh yeah okay we'll catch you on the flip side see you next week bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. 
If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.